0: Olivia Barton is a big-hearted songwriter who wears her emotions on her sleeves and in her songs. 2023 was a big year for Barton. She featured on a song with her partner Corinne, who is Nashville artist Karuk, heard on 911 WNXP, for the song If I Were a Fish. And since I made that song, it has 20 million views and listens on the internet and has been made into a children's book as well. In December, Barton released her Big Sad EP, which is our record of the week. This is our conversation with Olivia Barton. When did you write these songs? It's kind of a hodgepodge.
1: Um, I wrote Fun the longest ago, (laughs) Um, and then... Sonic is the most frequent, or frequent, most recent. Um, and then the others within the last year. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about Sonic, then. Uh, okay. I love the idea of taking a trip to Sonic. <laughs> there are so many Sonics in Nashville. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there really are okay there really are and you know what i have i have some bad news we were actually going to steak and shake but (laughs) steak and shake sounded really dumb so i had to change it to sonic
0: (laughs) that is very funny Uh, that's a funny insight (laughs) i
1: mean hey we love we love sonic too we really do but there are just
0: so many um there are so 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 many sonics yeah i am from a place that has no Sonics and uh, yeah, yeah. So coming to yeah. it, um, <laughs> um,
1: Sonic Mecca. Yeah,
0: yeah. truly. Were you? Mm-hmm. What What was the occasion that you were going to Sonic or uh, Steak and Shake? We should say.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, there was no occasion. Um, we had waited too long to make food, and we were hungry, and so we thought it's fast food night. And I just brought my pillow and my blanket into the car to go to Steak and Shake. And I just thought that was such a funny picture. Like, why am I doing that? And it, and it really, like, it felt strangely romantic. Like, like the act of doing that felt like, oh my gosh, even something as like mundane as going to get Steak and Shake with Corinne, like, feels like such an event, like, feels like something we can make a good time out of. Yeah. um and yeah that's how that was born
2: bring
1: in a pillow and a blanket to the
2: drive-thru with you road trip
0: Thing in that mm-hmm. scenario what, what decision yeah is being
1: made. <laughs> um to to be together to just hmm. be together forever mm. uh yeah. yeah it's just like a a lifelong commitment is really what it what it feels like i mean that's okay if that doesn't if that's not what the listener thinks of you know when they're hearing that it could be whatever your right thing is but it just it it's like a a recognition of like what we both know is that whatever is the right thing to us. Like, what if we, what if we just really leaned in and and did that instead of like ran away from the right thing to do out of fear. And for for me, and in the context the context of the song for me, it's just to to lean into our love and and not be afraid and just be together.
0: I think that's really beautiful because that is <laughs> really hard to do. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It uh,
0: is <laughs> as a person who struggles to do that, you know. Yeah, that is. Yeah,
1: uh, I, I've got some serious commitment issues over here, so we're yeah. we're actively working against that.
0: All <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Same. So it's good to hear. Uh, yeah. It's good to hear somebody vocalize it and talk. Yes. about it. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, well, let's just go down the list then and talk yeah. about twirl, which I think is mm-hmm. um, such, um, such a. F- there's like i i was gonna say i I mean it is a fun song in a way and it's also Mm -hmm. like really touching um Mm. i i would like to talk about like why is the standard for being cool wearing black and being mysterious
1: (laughs) oh god it's the bane of my existence (laughs) i really i don't know why that feels like such a good summary of it to me but yeah it does i don't know it's just I, for being like in the indie world, I don't, I don't feel indie at all. Like, I don't even know what I mean by that. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't feel cool in that way.
0: (laughs) Um, why?
1: Um, I, I, you know, I, oh my gosh, I reposted this thing on, on Instagram once that said like, you can still be mysterious after oversharing because everyone's walking away thinking, why did they say that? (laughs) And if that is not the epitome of my existence in a social setting, like, I don't, yeah. So I, yeah, that so is. I, yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why that seems like the cool thing to me, because to be honest, the, the more that I, that I mature, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm trying to redefine what cool means. Yeah. And I think that everybody probably everybody has a different definition of cool. Yeah. And whatever their definition is, it's just like whatever they are not. Yeah. Because like nobody feels cool, you know? And so for me, like because I'm kind of an oversharer and like I'm sort of a, a loud, bright person, like to me, what would be cool would be to not be that. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. and I think that you hit on that. Uh, like me, just just on the head with, uh, Mm -hmm. if I were a fish, and that's something that I talked to Corin about too, was Mm -hmm. like that, and something that is uh, that connects with everybody on that song and uh, is that like, being, being me is, being authentic and being cool is being authentic, you know. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Like the new definition. Yes, totally. I. I totally agree. Yeah. So I
2: buy
0: There is a Corin shout out by name in the song.
1: There is. Yes. I know. I think that's the first time I've ever said their name probably in a song. Yeah. <laughs> it just felt natural. I don't know. Um
0: uh, Did you Did you write it before or after if I were fish? Before, much before.
1: Yeah, actually this one's kind of Does This it, one's Wait, what am I saying? This one's really old. I totally forgot. This is like 3 years old.
0: Is it there is it like a I mean, I know because it's my job to know these things and I've mm-hmm. also interviewed Corin, but um mm-hmm. there, like is it How do you feel about people like knowing that the person that you're writing a song to?
1: That's a good point. Um I think that anybody who doesn't really know much about my life, it it wouldn't make a difference to them. Right. Like it like they don't know who that is, so it doesn't matter. And anybody who does know about my life knows that I'm writing about Korean anyway. Mm. So I'm kind of like it it feels irrelevant <laughs> to me. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It just sort of is what it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I don't know that because I don't write songs. (laughs) Um.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, okay. There are other, there are other songs that I would not put the person's name in the song. Right. You know, like it, it definitely depends on the, on the content of the song, but for that song, it, it didn't feel like I was revealing something personal about Corinne, you know, it's just, um, that was about me more than anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I grew up with a twin and oh. I still have a twin. I'm still growing up with a twin. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it, doesn't, yep. it doesn't stop. Yep. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um and there have been times where we um are like competitive with each other and mm-hmm. uh, you're two musicians who's like there's like a a gauge of success there that I would imagine could be stressful. Um yeah. What is how is that? What is that <laughs> dynamic?
1: Yeah. Um you know, I I have struggled with that. Um it I don't think us being in the same line of work is is as complicated as people might think that it is. Um I think more than anything it's really really helpful for us to understand what the other person is going through and like Mm. what their work consists of and you know if you Mm. yeah so i think that's really actually been um a way for us to feel even more like connected and supported and loved by each other is to know like okay you're on tour you you don't feel like talking because you're totally drained okay i know exactly what that is like so i'm gonna like leave you alone you know totally um when it comes to the success stuff, like I do have to I, I mean, I'm human, you know, I, yeah. I definitely struggle with like comparing myself to certain like sort um, milestones, you know. yeah. and Corinne's career just it just looks so different than mine. I mean we're, we're both busy, you know, but uh, it's just we have different paths and so it's been a, a lot of personal internal work for me to to accept that our paths are going to look different. Um, and that that doesn't mean anything, mean that anything is wrong about my path, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's been hard. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, but it's also, it's it's really grown me, yeah. like, a lot. So I I feel, to be honest, I I attribute a lot of my career growth to being with Corinne, uh, not because they've opened doors for me, but because their success has really lit, like, a fire for yeah. me of, like, okay, if I, if I want this, like I have to get up and do it. Um, yeah. and I don't know how long that would have taken me to, to re- recognize that if Corinne hadn't started taking off so quickly, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, in uh, to, to come back to twirl. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that song has this great, has the great time of place of the birthday party.
2: Today I'm 10,
0: So sweet the like internal monologue of a ten year old thanking their friends for showing up. I think that's just mm-hmm. so yeah pure <laughs> And yeah uh, and it's like yeah. it's like a uh, an interior thought inside of an interior thought, you know <laughs> <Of> the, like, <laughs> I'm writing this song, but here's what I was thinking when I was 10.
1: <laughs> God yeah, yeah yeah wow that's such an interesting way of thinking about it um
0: could you just describe the the party for uh, oh my gosh for the sake
1: well honestly i'm sort of like uh (laughs) it's it's multiple memories sort of put together so there wasn't like a particular party to be honest it was like just the the general feeling i had around that age of like feeling kind of invisible uh like in my family and i think that that put a lot of stress on like do my do the kids in my class like me Mm -hmm. like i need someone to like me god it's so sad um and so that's really what that was about it was just like that i you know what (laughs) initially that verse had other lyrics in it that i i revised it but it was initially actually about how i had booked myself a show like a my own show in Nashville and and right before it I just was panicking. Like no one's gonna show up. It's so stupid. Why did I buy these decorations? I'm such an (laughs) idiot. Like I just like wanted to like just backpedal and cancel. And I and I realized it felt like being a kid and throwing a having a birthday party and being afraid that your classmates are gonna show up. Like that's how that's how playing shows felt to me at that time. And so that's sort of what it was born out of, yeah.
0: And I bet so many people here feel that. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you have siblings, or why did you feel that you weren't seen in your family?
1: Yeah, I am um, the youngest of four. Yeah. Um. That'll so do it. I have sort of the cl- <laughs> the classic. Um, there's none left over for me, right. you know. Oh. And my gosh, my parents are so wonderful. They they did their very best, and. uh we're we're pretty close now but um yeah it was it was rough there they had a lot to do we didn't have a a lot of money and um there were four of us within seven years like my older sister is seven years older than i am so there's just there's just a lot going on and yeah i felt i felt pretty lonely yeah yeah
0: um that makes sense yeah Um, this song
1: was was a really uh cathartic one to write for that reason i think underneath it all that is sort of what it's about
0: i am sure yeah um let's go to big sad um who's the feature who's that
1: carol addis oh my gosh shout out everyone should listen to her um she's a friend of mine she lives in la she's written on huge pop stuff but she also has her own project and we wrote this song together
0: um uh, so I, I think for this one I was like I'm such like a word person and um mm-hmm. like a, a concentrator. I was like, you know, we should just not drill into like what the songwriting and talk about the sound. Um and mm. the 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 EP is largely acoustic guitar. There's mm-hmm. there's other subtle production on it. Um mm-hmm. uh, why Keep it to acoustic and, uh, um, uh, yeah. yeah, not bring in other things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, for my for my first or well my my second album, um, this is a good sign. Definitely has more more production elements going on, and that was really fun and like I had such a great time doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. It, it, um, it's not that it doesn't represent me, but I I wanted to see, uh, I I wanted to explore this other sort of side of me, which really doesn't care much about like the bells and whistles and just Mm. like sort of wants it to just be the song. And to be honest, I, I'm going even further in that direction with the, the stuff I'm recording now. Like I just, I really want to see how little you can, you can do and it's still, and the recording still feel compelling. Um, cause ultimately what I care about the most is, is the writing. And so, yeah, I just, I want to see how far I can push it, um, in that acoustic direction and see if people will still pay attention.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I think that makes sense yeah. because yeah. you're a, a great songwriter. So let me, well, um, you want people to listen yeah. <laughs> you know I'm like, yeah
1: yeah i uh yeah totally and you know teach their own like i i listen i love pop music i love electronic music like if i could be amber bane i would but i'm not and so i just i just love i just love making acoustic music
0: um that song also explores the power of slamming a door in someone's face
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not my, not my best moment. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, why do you think that, that, that you say that that felt good in the song?
1: Um, I think when I get, when I feel really defensive, Like, the only way for me to (laughs) be able to justify the amount of defensiveness I feel is to, like, actually really blame the other person, like, and really believe that they are doing something wrong when I know deep down that it's me. Mm. And so there's something about that physical representation of, like, I'm slamming the door in your face and, like, I'm being, like, immature and mean because I, like, want... I want to pretend like this is your fault.
0: <laughs> Damn. You're so real and, for uh, that. <laughs> You're <laughs> you so real for admitting that. <laughs> I that's would rough. never. <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> that's
1: so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I didn't. It took me, you know, a little bit that day to to, to stew and then admit it. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, love that. <laughs> um, and then we end on I Love You Just For Trying, which is just mm. such, such a sweet song. I mm. teared up for the first time listening to it.
2: The first song that I learned on my Fender acoustic, Colby Calais, holy
0: Colby sh- Calais reference up front. Let the people up know. Front. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, right out of the gate. Gotta know, gotta mm-hmm. know what the song was.
1: Yeah, I uh, I'm pretty sure it was one fine wire. It's a B. It's a it's a B side on the bubbly album, or was it bubbly? Coco. No, it's on the it's on going for, it's for the B
0: side. It's not like?
1: <laughs> Listen, I I I was like. Such a snob even then. So yeah.
0: I am just imagining <laughs> little eleven year old Olivia Barton oh, being yeah. like, I don't want I'm not gonna learn the single. <laughs> People are no, gonna sell out.
1: <laughs> no, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, they didn't even know this one's the best one on the album.
0: <laughs> Real ones will recognize.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's so oh sick. Oh my
1: god, yeah, it uh, really
0: is. I love that. Um, uh, <laughs> what, like, what was, what was like the thing in the moment that um, inspired that song?
1: Oh, you know, I was just thinking about it this morning, actually, because I wrote it on my birthday or the days around my birthday um, two years ago, hmm. and. Corinne and I took this like spontaneous trip to some cabin in I don't even know where we got like a book, the Airbnb the day before we left, and it was super cheap. And we just went up into the mountains. And I was reflecting on the the year that I'd had, which was bad, just Mm. so, so hard. Um, And I just felt like a failure like that, that, that Birthday that and I don't care about getting older, but there is something about the marking of time yeah. that I like look back on the last year and I was just like oh my god I haven't done anything. I said I was gonna do what is wrong with me. Just like so feeling so ashamed of like my lack of uh, Growth in my career and just like how much space my like personal healing was taking up in my brain um, and I just, like, sat outside this cabin and just was, yeah, just writing it for me, and it felt so good to write, but I remember finishing it and being like, that's a terrible song, but it felt really good, Um, and I didn't didn't show it to anybody for probably two years, like, I just didn't, I thought, well, that was like a little journaling exercise, Um, and then, I don't know, I must have played it for a friend or something, and someone convinced me it was worth being heard. (laughs)
0: It's so good. No, um, thanks. <laughs> could you, if, um, as if it wasn't enough, um, uh, could you just like spell out the meaning or the sentiment? I love you just for trying. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, I just, I'm so hard on myself. I, I just like, I'm such a perfectionist and not in a like, okay, I need to, clean my house perfectly I mean like on every level <laughs> mm-hmm. like um and I'm always trying like I just the amount of effort I am putting into everything is just like at a level 10 and it's so hard for me to feel like what I'm doing is enough and so that like I love you just for trying was like look just 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 trying is worth you being celebrated for, and we obviously know that you try really hard. So, like, let's just—I just wanted to, to. I wanted to believe that I, that um, that I was doing enough, you know. And so, I love you just for trying. Felt like a, a way to tell myself that. Mm. Mm.
0: And uh, to encourage others to do the same, you know. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, me, again, so and, of-
1: and, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah um yeah listening to that was like a reminder you know and i think it is a reminder yeah. to to people who hear that to like thank yourself and yeah push others and, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah and yeah be grateful and encouraging
1: yeah i i sort of in true fashion uh wasn't really thinking about anybody else when i was writing it (laughs) i was like really singing it to myself you know but but i want that to be the way that i treat others as well like everybody's doing their best that type of thing too you know yeah
0: um yeah okay that is all the songs (laughs) that is um yeah i think that's it
2: I love you just for a try.
0: Thanks for listening to our interview with Olivia Barton. Find more interviews and features by following our podcast channel. We are WNXP Nashville on Apple Podcasts.